light to everybody worldwide. And greetings to all of my kings, queens, and always to those shining in between. Welcome back to the Sugar Service. As promised and hopefully per request, I am your host who loves a good toast, Ian Isaiah, also known as Big Sugar, also known as Uncle Auntie, also known as the Soprano with the Adam's Apple, also known as Big Brother. Let's get right on this beautiful Friday night. This is a safe space, you hear me? A safe space where we uplift each other if you're in one of those moods, chat about the news since the world never has a clue, and hopefully one of the homies pull up because Sugar loves a good chit, chat, chew. This week's guest is a special one. My good, good, good friend, the legend in the making. You heard that here first, by the way. The wonderfully gifted and talented Nick Harwood will be joining us today. And you don't want to miss that. So sit back. Together, let's clear our hearts and our minds because it is time for the Word of the Week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Preach, preach up. Look on the other side. Look on the other side and grab somebody by the hand and say, neighbor, if I don't ever see you again, I just want you to know if God made you a promise, hold on. All right, my beautiful people, let's jump right into it. This word is brought to you by a special friend of your gorgeous future self. If you always do what you have always done, you will continue to be who you always are. And if you continue to be who you have always been, then you will never allow yourself access to the gift of evolving. And that, beloved, is an access no one can hold from you but you. Evolving into the better version of yourself does not only benefit you, but it also benefits the people around you. Becoming is one of the greatest things you could ever do for yourself. I'm going to say that again for whoever have turned the volume down on your boy Sugar. Becoming is one of the greatest things that you could ever do for yourself. Stop settling for what's comfortable and push yourself forward. Stop settling for what's available and push those dreams and ideas just a little bit further. Be intentional about your future. Be intentional about your wildest dreams. Change the narrative. Gain the access. Ashe, okay. And that's on that. I hope you receive this word with open arms and an open heart because that was for me and it definitely was for you too. But it looks like it's time for the news. DJ, pump the beat. Right, everyone, let me start off by giving respect where it is due. Rest in power, Andre Leon Talley, as well as Terry Mugler. Fashion, we have really, really, really lost someone. My dog is crying right now. I'm crying as well. Jay-Z, Meek Mills, and others will be pushing for a new law to prevent lyrics from being used in court against rappers to prove guilty. It's way past time for that, but I stand behind it. Unfortunately, the Fugees have canceled their upcoming 25th anniversary tour for The Score. Damn, that album was my album. The Fugees canceling again kind of feels like a tribute, huh? Not so much a performance. I'm just being honest. And now, the Neighborhood Hall of Fame. 
Presenting local legends, icon, movers, and shakers of the motherfucking community. All right, y'all, this is the part of the show where we honor one of the movers and shakers of the community because to us, they are our version of what a superhero actually is. Today, we are honoring the game known as Spades, one of the most iconic card games known to at least five generations by now, especially in my family. One of the only card games loud enough to get your grandmother cursing you out. One of the only card games loud enough to get you kicked out the family barbecue. One of the only card games loud enough to get you even kicked out the family. Spades has been around for generations bringing families together and tearing people apart at the same goddamn time. Forever a staple, forever legendary. And for that, you are our local hero of the week. Keep pushing that fucking P. Wow, I am so excited. <laughs> this is crazy. Um, I cannot believe who's in front of me besides my beautiful dog. Um, and I can't believe my eyes. This is really, really happening. The legendary Nick Harwood is in the building. Hello. Good morning, New York. Good morning, World, good morning, Spotify. Hi, Mom. <laughs> What's up, Nick? Welcome to the Sugar Service. I'm so glad you're here. It's an honor to be here. Thank you for having me. You know, honestly, the honor is really having you here. So thank you for having me. Oh, you're too kind. I would do anything for you. There's very little I wouldn't do. I mean, there's so much that you've already done that a lot of people may not know already, but Nick has produced all of my videos that look like movies. No offense to mm -hmm. any other producers and directors <laughs> that I've worked with, but um, Nick has produced a lot of videos that look like movies, such as Persistence and mm -hmm. another song that I don't know if I can say yet because it's not even out yet. That's how far in the future Nick Harwood is, you know what I'm saying? That's right. But a really amazing song. I will tell the people that. Wow. That, that song is extremely special, and I was daunted by even having to make a video for it, but I think we did a good job. I mean, you did a great job. We tore for everyone that doesn't know, ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between, Nick Harwood is an amazing artist. He's a director. The next Steven Spielberg. Oh, yes. I'm saying things like that. Oh, yes. Um, also a singer. Yeah. A lot of people don't know. That's true. You know, he actually is really, really good. And producer <laughs> and engineer. You know, he's an all-around artist. So I want you oh. guys to meet my beautiful friend. Well, but thank you. you're welcome. You're too kind. No, you're welcome. You're too kind. So that was just the introduction. Now let's just get down to it, right? Okay, let's My dog let's is be real. so sad in this room. Who is Nick Harwood? Is that the real question? Yes, that's the first question. Who are you? Oh, man. Um, who am I? You just said it all. I know, but you say it now. Well, you know what? I think I actually identify <laughs> more as a failed musician than a real musician. Wow, me too. You know too. what I mean? But, but I think that that's a cool thing to be because if you're not, you should be one or the other, right? Everybody should either be a successful musician or a failed musician. Wow. No in between? I think it's weird, no in I think it's weird if you're neither. Wow. I think everybody should, should 
be in one of those two camps. I don't know where I sit in those camps, but I'm down. You're for successful. It. You're obviously on. Yeah, but in I kind of feel camp. like the other side too sometimes. So like, well, you know, we, I, I there's some. I, for for instance, you put out music, which is more than most people can even say. That's a hard thing to do on its own. I can't claim to have ever really done that. Yeah, but so. you actually have put out music. To your in friends, the past, I did. you put out music yeah. to your friends is the same thing. To me, like putting yeah, out music yeah, yeah. to just my friends is the same thing yeah. as like putting it out to the world. Honestly, like I actually agree. And even with that, you you're pretty you keep you play it close to home. You don't really send music out all the time. Even when I beg you for it, you won't, <laughs> oh my you God. won't give me that MP3. Well, you know, one day, one day you'll one get day. that MP3. But back to you, back to me. So. Um, um, who am I? I don't know. I, I, I can't answer. You're still becoming. Shout out to. (laughs) You're still becoming. Yeah, I'm in the process of (laughs) eternal becoming. Of course. Wow. Shout out to Michelle. All right, but let's talk about your artistry. (laughs) Let's talk about your artistry, though. Like, Uh I want the world to know that you're an amazing director, which you you really are. Like, I can't believe that we're also friends. Um, how did that get started? Well, funnily enough, I was thinking about this. I used when I was a kid, I used to play with my mom's Super 8 camera. She had the Super 8 camera, the Super 8 projector, and I was just one of those kids who was always playing with that, writing little plays and, you know, being mm-hmm. a creative little brat. I think the f- give me a give me a name of one of those plays you were writing. Okay, the first play I wrote, it was called something. I think it was called Hate Becomes Love, and it was actually a basketball. Oh my God, you are so. It was carrying. a basketball play, and mm. they had some like playwright who came to my like elementary school. This is really way back, and they did like a little contest to you know everyone wrote a play, and then the winning play would be staged and hate. Hate becomes wow. love or hate turns into love. I got asked by mom. That was the winning play. And that was uh and that was that. Yeah. And that was a bat yeah, that was a basketball themed. I don't really remember much else about the plot, but it was a basketball theme. <laughs> wow. Shout out to your mom. Shout out to the Harwoods in general. Those are the homies yeah. I've met. Yeah, you have. You have. <laughs> they love you. I've they met love them all. You. But okay, so where'd you grow up? I grew let's up. Let's get it. No, let's get into it. Like where'd you grow up? I'm originally from New York, you could say. Wow. I grew up what on part? the Upper West Side. Okay, In fact, if you want to log into my Amazon or anything, I'll just tell you the password right now. It's still 320 West 86th Street with an asterisk. Well, let me give you a test. Mm-hmm. How do you take your coffee? I take my coffee with two creams, no sugar. Wow, yeah, you're from the Upper East Side. Upper West Side, what about you? Nothing. Nothing? You take it black? Brooklyn, nothing. Although that's not really Brooklyn. They take it like milkshake. I think most... Coffee drinkers around the world drink it like that. It's only in like New York and like capital cities where we think we're too good to put five sugars in the coffee. Yeah, that's me. But back to you. So you're from New York, but then you left. What happened? Yeah, I mean, I can't even claim from New York, but was born in New York. And then when I was like four or five, moved to Maryland. So right outside DC, right, and that's where I—that's where I really had my formative years. Wow. That's where the basketball play went down and all that. Can I ask you a question about people that are from Maryland, quote unquote, mm. right outside mm. DC? Yeah, yeah. Is it's everyone that's from Maryland right outside DC, quote unquote? Because that's it's all I hear cop- with like people that's from Maryland. Like, where are you from? I'm from Maryland, right outside DC. I'm like, okay, girl. Okay, we'll put it like this because it's. 
DC, in as much as DC is a city, which it kind of isn't, mm-hmm. you know, you know DC, it's more like a town, right? Yeah. I grew up like, let's say, I think probably like 40 minutes from Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And I've been to Baltimore once in my life. Wow. Like literally once or maybe twice in my life I've been to Baltimore. I love so Baltimore. it was always like go into DC mm-hmm. and that was like the cool thing to do. But it's true that people play that fast and loose. Like there's people that are straight up from what I consider the suburbs and I'm from the suburbs Mm. and they will claim DC and it's a little bit of a contentious thing. But the DMV. Okay, DMV. Shout out to the DMV. Montgomery County. Yeah, yeah. Call them out. Call your girls out. Yeah, Yeah, call your girls out. Yeah, Moco, 88 (laughs) Rose, all that. Uh, I love it. Silver Spring, Tacoma Park. Yeah. That's where I went to to middle school. So, you know. Okay, I see you. Okay, so. Right there, the DMV. Was that where the art kind of like started inspiring you to become like a filmmaker? Because you're a filmmaker. Yes. Well, there was like little plays. I remember I did like an adaptation of, do you know, were you a Lemony Snicket fan? Absolutely not. not. Yeah, Absolutely I can't not. really see that for you. Anyways, <laughs> I, we won't go into that then. But making little... No, go into it, though, because there might be people that are listening that you know, sure. actually know what's up. Well, shouts out to the Lemony Snicket wow. uh, fandom, if that even still exists. Wow. They've Put tried to on. reboot that one a couple times. Wow. But it was like a kid's series, like kind of gothic. I like made little adaptations of that and just kind of messed around. Truly, music was the thing that I wanted to do. I wasn't like trying to be a, a filmmaker by any means. It was, mm-hmm. I'm, like I said, I'm a failed musician. I was, at that point, I, was, I wasn't I was a failed musician yet. I was still an aspiring musician. Aspiring to fail. It was aspiring to fail. I was the guy who was like making the beats and being like the, you know, the cool, I was very much probably maybe obvious, like the cool white boy was my persona. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted oh, to make beats. I wanted to be on the radio. I, you know, Peter Rosenberg went to my high school. Wow. Right? So I was like, damn, if Peter Rosenberg can like make it to Hot 97, I could wow. be. I see you, know you I mean? actually on Hot 97, actually. I would, I still. You would like, be kind of bomb the, on Hot 97. Life. Imagine you and like Funk Master Flex on the same <laughs> show. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I could handle that. I still want to do that I think more wow. than anything is be on the radio so this really is a is kind of helping me live that fantasy wow. you know so I thank hope you, for that. you guys hear this first um, Nick Harwood who has a fantasy of being a radio personality yeah. is yeah. live right now on the radio telling his story put me on the breakfast club this is a big deal Ricky Smiley, any of that. I love I do truly love radio I think radio is the coolest thing ever this is a big big deal for you Nick <laughs> it's true but yeah that's what I wanted to do I wanted to do radio and music and like be a professional like white boy basically right. <laughs> and like somehow connected to rap music that's like all I wanted to do yeah I mean I, I wanted to think... be Despot I wanted oh to be Despot oh my god okay shout out to Despot actually Alec we're so proud of you like I can't believe I turned on HBO and you're on TV and the show is good. The show is actually really, really good. It's so the show's really like good. it's so good. New yeah. York, we got one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we New do. York, we actually got one. Yeah, exactly. So that was my hustle. But how did film become like, oh my God, I make movies for real now. Like this is not a play anymore. It's I mean, real. I think at a certain point when I, you know, when I, I mean, I went to school and you have to kind of choose what you want to study. And so I chose to study. What school did you go to? Film and radio. I went to, to school in Chicago. Oh, wow. And, and the program was called Radio, TV, and Film. So I went. Oh, so, wow. 
you kind of just had to at some point choose and that's what I chose and and so it kind of put me on a path towards imagining what I could do that incorporated not just music but like acting and all of in writing and stories and you know how that's what film gives you an excuse to like make music without actually like being the musician so you were still becoming not knowing mm. that you were still becoming, but still working on a brand new other craft that you didn't even know you had. But that's what it is. That's what's cool. You know how it works. Like yeah. when you make a video or a movie, whatever, every single time you got to bring a whole different skill set to bear. For sure. And I appreciate that about the medium. You know? For sure. So, I'm a generalist. You are actually full I'm on. I'm not a specialist. Well, I'm a generalist. You might be the combo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I appreciate people who can do it all. I think that's like... We should all try to do that. Actually, speaking of doing it, I have to take a break and pay a bill. We'll be right back. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. And we are back. So, yeah, film musician, not really. Goes to Chicago, goes to art school. Like, what was the vibe in Chicago? Because that's definitely different from um, DMV, right? For sure. What's the Shottown vibe? The Shottown vibe was that, I mean, I feel lucky because I lived, the four years I lived there was, I thought Chicago was the coolest place to be on the planet. It was like Rashad and Tech Life and Footwork was was very much a thing. Shout out to um, Rashad. Shout out to to Rashad, who I got a drop from. This is kind of a legendary story. Yeah, I got a, I have a drop from Rashad because I did radio up there. Wow. You know, you're such an icon. This is crazy. (laughs) No, tell me the story. How'd you get the job? So I ran just this is college radio. I I was in charge of like the uh like the music director for the for the rap and like dance music program, but which actually in Chicago was like a the the show had existed since the 80s, you know. So wow. they had a whole community of not just students but like local Chicago DJs, like real legends, like shouts out to M50. A lot of cool what? people that, That's so bomb. Yeah, and so we would bring the Tech Life guys up and and I was Super cool and still am with DJ Earl and and DJ Phil, DJ Manny, um, Timo, and mm-hmm. Rashad came up and and we would just drink and like smoke and just play music for like wow. hours. It was the best. And and Rashad yeah, came legends. up and did a drop once. Yeah, I love them. They used to come to Ghetto Gothic. Right. This was the love same. Love them. So that was me. Was in Chicago looking at Ghetto Gothic and being wow. like, damn, that is wait. Cool. Can we stop this interview and you give me a drop right now so I have it in the archives? Ready? <laughs> yeah, let's go. 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 What's the deal? This is Nick Harwood and you are listening to Sugar Service right here on 93.9 WKYS, DC's number one for hip-hop and R&B. Oof. Yeah, that was delicious. <laughs> that was actually really good. I you are radio. Voice, right? Isn't this crazy? I've always You know what? Nick is radio. I've always thought. I got a face Nick for radio. radio. Yeah. So let's talk about, I keep bringing it back to film because people need to know the work that you have out. Mm -hmm. What what inspired you to work with um, the artists that you work with in film and the things that you create? 
Um, well, I I enjoy working with artists that have a total vision for themselves. I think, like I said, I'm a generalist, so I like to collaborate. I like to get in where I fit in, and I like to work with people who have um, a vision of their own that I feel like I can, they have a fire that I can throw gas on. I think it's, I don't mm. like to be like top down, like here's who you are. I don't like to, I've been in that position and I don't love doing it. <laughs> wow, I've never seen you in that position. The creative director thing. But I, I also, no, no, no. I think you actually are a creative director. I wouldn't call you the gas. I would call you the gas who's going to gaslight yourself as well. Yeah, sure. <laughs> in, the, <laughs> in the midst of putting fire with someone else, for sure. But you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, definitely. Some, it depends. Some people do want that. Some people do mm-hmm. want someone to just tell them who they are. And I'm not the yeah. person who can do that for you. So I I like working with people who are also super risky. I like taking risks and I like feeling like we're doing something naughty together that we maybe shouldn't be doing. <laughs> I mean, that I that's that. that's what I you would hope to get out of a, a collaboration. And then sometimes I hope to make a little money. That's how I choose. Mm-hmm. I love that. Passion first, money second. Passion first, money Cute. second. Mm-hmm. Who are some of your inspired filmmakers? Mm. Who are some of my inspired filmmakers? Um, the guy that I always come back to is I'm a I am a big fan of a director called Tyler Perry. Well, close. He's kind of like, <laughs> I am. He's very adjacent to Tyler Perry. I've never Perfect. S- I've never seen a Tyler Perry movie come clean. Oh my god. But Lars von Don't, Trier. I can't believe you capping on my show. Like you've been to my house. You've seen I know a Tyler fake. Perry film. I'm very fake. I I have But wait, sh- who's he, Go ahead. Do you know? Because Lo- no, I don't want. I don't want to go any further with, and then you end up disrespecting Tyler Perry because Tyler right. Perry is, you know, a mogul. Yeah, yeah, on yeah. This show. Yeah, Thank no, all praise. You know what I'm saying? All praise. He'll be on Netflix very soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, um, but yeah, Lars von Trier. I mean, there's very few people whose filmographies I've seen their entirety. Lars von Trier is one of those directors. You know, he did like Melancholia. Right, 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 right. Which people love. He's genius. Dogma. He's genius. He's like mm-hmm. a. He's the guy who. I admire because he's so anti-aesthetic and he, like, the whole look is there is no look and that's the look. Mm-hmm. And he's genius for Well that. put. And it's I all about that. drama and, like, mm. nuts and bolts. So, uh, you know, but I love everything, you know. Yeah, you do. Kubrick. Um, <laughs> okay, another question. <laughs> Here's a future question. Okay. You're you're huge. You're already got, you're already huge. You're gonna be even I'm, bigger. Um, I'm enormous. That's what everyone's um, talking about. Yeah, enormous. <laughs> Do you ever see yourself having a production lot? Do you ever see yourself getting the lot and That's like going to work? Oh my god! Because I, I see I. To. Totally see you on the lot, like Karen. a mini little Afghanistan. Yeah, like that'd be so good. A little like Mexican village. Have you done the backlot carts? Have you done like one of the no, tour? not yet. Like no, Universal no, no. Studios. It's no, amazing. Never. You need to never. do it. Never. No. 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 It's too. That sounds like it's carrying. I can't. I. I. To answer your question, I do see myself on a lot. I see myself owning lots of property in the wow. thirty mile zone. And having wow. amazing Can I stay there? Sets. Yeah, you can sleep in Afghanistan if you want. Wow. Rent-free? Rent-free. Guys, you heard it here first. <laughs> You're hearing a lot of things here first, guys. I'm so excited. But yeah. <laughs> All right. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. The cart. That is a good look, right? Yeah, I, the cart is very important. Are you shitting me? 
The I'm, card is very, very important. I've never been on the card. The last thing I did was the first time I even had a viewfinder. You know, like the viewfinder where wow. you put the lens up. They're doing yeah, me yeah, dirty. Yeah. I need to have a word with the with production because they need to put me in a cart, give me the megaphone, the viewfinder. Yeah, step and all it up, production. Step it up. Mm-hmm. All right, so what's next for Mr. Nick? What's next for me? Um, Hopefully you and I are going to make an amazing movie one day. I think that wow. is in the cards. That would be my dream. I would love to make a movie with you. I right? Mean, you know, I have a few treatments in my wallet that I'm ready to spend. Yeah, yeah, I do too. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I hope that we can I hope that we can do a million dollar movie. Wow. Speaking of a million dollars, mm. there's over a million young film producers <laughs> who also <laughs> Want to do exactly what you're doing. Is there any way you will open up your palms and be like a dad to some lost kids who are ready for a film, ready for music videos, ready for TV, ready for everything that you have? Basically, are you hiring? <laughs> I'm not hiring, but but had wow. I the had I the means, I would I would totally do that. And I and wow. honestly I wish somebody would still do that for me. So any of the millionaires listening right now, <laughs> please get in touch. Well, you heard that here first. Please get in touch. Oh my god. Thanks for coming to the sugar service, Nick. You are a fucking carry. Thank you so much for having me and I learned it all from you. You remember my original DJ, let's not forget DJ White Wine. I feel like that's what I should have said with the drop. Well, speaking of DJ White Wine, we have to do one more thing that I do with all of my guests. Okay. The carry of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do this thing every week with my guests where at the end of our little conversation, um, we discuss what we think is the carry of the week. It could be anything, whatever happened personally or what you saw online or even... Your DJ name, DJ White Wine, which is actually more legendary than carrying. Like, by the way, for anyone that doesn't know what I'm talking about, I named him DJ White Wine. That's true. We didn't even tell that story about how I was your. That's how we first met. Was I was your DJ for? That's what. That's how we met. Quite literally, that's how we met. That's crazy. I something happened. Not real. That's not true. You need you needed a DJ. You were performing, and they gave me a USB and was like, "Just do it." And so I did it. Wow. Yeah. Fire. The rest is history. The rest is history. But no, what's the carry of the week? What do you think is the carry of the week? What's the carry of the week? The whole. What is the carry of the week? (laughs) I feel like there's an obvious carry of the week. I mean, there's always something obviously carrying. The the carry of the week is has got to be the the uh, what's going down in Paris right now. The whole oh my situation God. that everybody wants to talk about. Every conversation I have is like speaking oh. about those two people, and it's insane. Oh my God, and they're not the carry, but people talking about them is the carry yeah, of the week. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I can't deal with the post funeral fashion show that's happening right now. Everyone loves to come out when someone's dead. It's so good. That's the carry of the week. <laughs> that's actually the carry of the week. The post-funeral. Mm. The the mourning, the collective mourning yes. in other countries. Mm. Unnecessary. Mm. Yeah. I think that would be it for me. All right. I love you, baby. I, I gotta go. Too. Thanks for coming right. to the sugar service. Thank you for having me. I'm gonna see you me. soon. I hope so. Are you so. gonna come over? I'll All be, right. yeah, I'll be in New York pretty soon. I'll hit you up. All right. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.
realize we come to the close of another glorious and beautiful sugar service. It is my duty to give flowers where they are due because that's just what I do. The world is a loud place full of distraction. You could love someone or love something with your full heart and never get a chance to say it because bills get in the way or there's just so much traffic just trying to get to tomorrow. But just as sure as death and taxes, in this service, we are here to pay our respects to living legends. Every week here on The Sugar Service, we make time and space to honor a beloved figure while they are alive and still on this earth to receive and collect their flowers. This week, we are honoring the legendary Miss Tracy Ellis Ross, the actress, the singer, the model, the producer, the director, Miss Tracy Ellis Ross, already born into royalty being the daughter of the iconic mother, Diana Ross. For over two decades, Tracy has truly made a name for herself in legendary performances and shows such as Girlfriends and Blackish, which are two of my favorite shows, believe it or not. Let alone her gigantic sense of style and grace on the gram and in person, Tracy continues to be an amazing example for young girls who look like her, and that's the energy we love to push. So for all that you do and continue to do, we honor you, Miss Tracy Ellis Ross. Carry the fuck on, queen. Here we are, y'all, at the end of another beautiful sugar service. Thanks to my guest, Nick Harwood, and for you for listening. I love you guys. I hope I see y'all next week at the same time here at the sugar service. Be safe, be determined, and never defeated. Thank you all for joining us. If you like what you heard today, subscribe for more episodes of the sugar service. Only on Spotify. Sugar service is a Spotify original show produced in partnership with Barlow and Sons. Executive producers for Spotify are Gina Dalbeck and Yasi Salah. Executive producer for Barlow and Sons is Alice Barlow. Creative production on this episode was done by Ian Isaiah, Jesse Miller Gordon, and Nino Alubay. And help from Barlow and Sons, head of production, Stephanie Wood. This episode was recorded and edited by Frank Tuck. Our theme song was composed and performed by me, Ian Isaiah. Well, special thanks to David Gagliardi. Come back every Friday for a new episode of Sugar Service, only on Spotify.